what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Christopher Terrence Jones. Welcome to another episode of the Fellas Point of View podcast. It is time for another great show with the fellas. So you know what to do. Go ahead, share, 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 share this podcast. Wherever you listen to it, share to all of your friends. If you're on Apple, iHeart, Spotify, wherever, share. The fellas are in the building. And right now we're looking at Fernando as he's out on the beach with the waters running up behind him. He's enjoying this shelter in place. It's a very nice video background that I wish I was at. Ah, well, you're there. Just think mentally you're there. Just think. Ah, bro. What I got in front of me is like some hobos and some tents and some, and some empty ass streets that look real sad. Thanks to Mother Rona, you're there. <laughs> mm, I ain't smoked that much yet. <laughs> and y'all know Lamont is in the building. He's here. He's giving us. I sure am. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to get over. What week is this? I'm so. I'm so lost right about now. We're at a month, aren't we? No, we're not. Oh, day yet. by day. Today is another day. No, okay. I, it's been. Lo- well, it's been longer than a month for me. Cause, uh, I've been in the house cooped up longer than everybody else because we went down first. Um, our special guest is here this evening. He is here. in. <laughs> you know, y'all, we take care of our guests. We, we put him in first class and we just... First wait. class and five stars. Yes, yeah, and he, has his, he has his own little corner space with his own camera block shining on him so then pearly whites can be seen all across the land. Say hello to the fabulous Webster. Oh, thank you for having me. I am so glad to be here. I got my cup filled and I am ready to spill it. Let's go. (laughs) Y'all, y'all, y'all. So, like we say always, we praying for y'all out there during this time. Pray for us. We'll continue to pray for y'all out there because I know times is hard. There has been some crazy stuff going on in the news. Don't let this stuff weigh you down. Listen to the Fellas Point of View podcast. We will lift you up, we will encourage you, and we will make you just feel excited about life, even though it's rough right now. Oh. So we missed you. We missed you, Mr. Webster. How are things going on your front? Tell us what's happening with the project there, even though I know you're working behind the scenes because we all can't go outside, but how are things with that? Uh, George Resistance. Yeah, we're, you know, things are paused at the moment, um, along with the rest of our country right now. So we're trying to stay positive and uh, keeping the faith that everything will get back to the way it's supposed to be. Um, And with that, I still have a full-time job as a middle school administrator. Uh, So we're focusing on remote learning right now. So I am home. I've converted my living room into my home office. And we are now living our new normal. Baby, you ain't never lied, because this is our new normal. My bedroom has turned into the office for recording everything now. Everything. Damn it, the hell. Oh, my. Everything. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. minute. I forgot who I was talking to. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Sorry, I forgot what group of people I was talking to. Like y'all saw y'all saw that video conference from Zoom, that one Zoom meeting with that dude. That dude was butt naked and forgot his camera was on doing a work function. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, it was about working at home. And he forgot his camera was on and he up there just butt naked, just changing clothes. <laughs> his whole company saw. There was, a, there was a radio show where one, one of the guys forgot he had no he had no pants on. He got up and they realized he had no pants on. He he ran and fell fell out in the hallway. Man. Well, see, uh, so I, I've gotten comfortable with that. So as I was in my meeting on Saturday, I had um, I had got my little blanket. But something said, just in case your blanket drops, in case you stand up, make sure you got some shorts on because I ain't I'm just wearing my boxers because I'm in the house. And that moment came when I stood up and the blanket fell. And I was like, thank God I put them shorts on. Thank God, because they would have seen everything. And I'd be like, like y'all, remember that green light is on for a reason. When you on, you are on the record. You on. Right. That green light, it, it, what T.S. Madison say, is the green light on. Bitch, is recording. on. It is on the record. You are. So when y'all see that green light, baby, you better make sure everything is tucked, stuck, placed, wherever it's supposed to be. Do you hear me? Because you never know who going to see on the other end. Don't get too comfortable. Don't, yeah, don't get right. too comfortable. Because I ain't got that kind of body yet. I'm working on it, but I ain't snatching it. I think, we all, I think we all trying to work on our corona body. Right. Everybody's coming out corona fierce. Either you can come out a fat bitch or fit as hell after this. <laughs> Fernando ass is already fit, so how the hell he can come out anymore? I'm still pissed about that. I'm gonna come, Well, I ain't coming out fat. I'm gonna be, that's why I'm easy to damn You know what I'm doing right now? I'm trying to embrace my little thickness that I got going on right now, so I'm doing a lot of squats and a lot of resistance training. I'm trying to see what I can do with this corona body. Mm. A lot that of sounds like another podcast in the making. I just want to say, I, like, you know what? I'm trying to find every single line to everything because I know that we're all having our cheat day. Every day is a cheat day. We don't even know what hell what day it is. And so we, we know, like, I know I'm going to beat myself up after this, but I'm going to make the best out of it. So I was like, you know what? I got a little bit of resist, some, some bands over here. A little bit. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm having fun with. It. I turn the music on and dance my butt off like I'm in a music video, and I just entertain myself. Just be my own best company, and I've been working out the best way I can because I'm like, I know I, I know half this shit I wouldn't do in the gym anyway, but I'm making, <laughs> like, I'm making do. Like you know, I'm, I've been breaking a sweat and whatnot, and running up and down my stairs and in my hallway in the uh, in the building, just making use to and, and just put the headphones on and be in my own music video with it, y'all. That's what I, I hate doing. you. I hate you. Just hate you. Can, you. Hey, you got to do what you got to do to get through this. Exactly. I ain't running up it's down no damn steps. I ain't running up not nary step. Not nary. Well, not you ain't gotta do. You ain't gotta do that. That's all you gotta do is just like, like, just walk up the step and skip every other step and just get that, get that little crunch in and help firm the booty up. And I'm on the fourth floor. Fourth floor. Oh That's shit, you could be working your ass off. I mean, all them steps, oh my God, your, your calves and your ass would look amazing after That's why I'm doing them. Oh, I'm up one oh. floor. I don't even want to climb up this bitch when I got to go get the mail. Yeah. <laughs> I've been cleaning my house. This is not a stair climber. That don't work for me. Where's I've the been, button for the elevator? Push. Clean the house. Push the button for the elevator. Push. Right. Elevator. Push. I, I just don't. But I, I, I have to agree with you, Fernando. I hate to say it that it is really sad. 
my days have been running together so that I really just have not known. So I took advantage of my car payment doing a deferment for this month. And so when I called yesterday, or hell, did I call today? Shit. Uh, it might have been today. Yeah, I think it was a day. Shit, see, I'm totally confused. I called, and he was like, so how long have you been off work? Uh, uh, uh. Hold on, let me get the calendar. Uh, uh. I said, well, shit, I don't know. I can't remember. I'm thinking the early part of March. He was like, huh? I said, I'm in California, so whenever school went out, we went out the day before because we went to work on a Thursday. Our school was having teacher staff day that Friday. So we were off. When we left that Thursday, I've never been back since. So I don't know what day it is. I wake up and have to ask questions like, what's today? What's today? And the only reason I knew that it was April 1st the other day is because everybody was on Facebook making these jokes about it being April 1st and saying that they were supposed to be at work and it wasn't really no work. So they was trying all that. Get up, y'all late for work. I was like, huh? Oh, oh, oh no, funny. The funniest thing was my god sister tricked her kids and make them think they had to go back to school. They put on their clothes, <laughs> got dressed. And went out the door. And when she got to the car, she said, Hey guys, you know what today is? And her daughter said, April 1. And she said, Okay, so what does that mean? She's like, Oh, mommy, no, you didn't. I mean, they got dressed, they had their backpacks on. <laughs> She had to get it right before they got in the car. She said, what day is it? She said, April 1. She said, okay, so what does that mean? Oh, no. April Fool's got you. I hollered. No. I, oh, we wouldn't be speaking for a while. I would have went to my room and slept my toe. I, I was just trying to get through April, April 1st just without any drama. I'm like, please, don't bill company call me. <laughs> Like, y'all don't ask me for nothing, ain't got nothing for you. Like, you know, I, I had an old bill collector call me, and I was like, you know it's the coronavirus out there, and you on the, you on the phone calling me for a bill that I, I didn't know about for five years? Don't, I was like, who the fuck are you? She's like, and she was, she was like, and she was trying to say, sir, calm down. I'm from, you know, I'm, 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 I'm from here. I was like, well, y'all got the coronavirus over there too, bitch. Why are you on this phone talking to me with that coronavirus voice? <laughs> Oh man! I was like, "What?" I said, "I said, first of all, why your boss got you at your job walking walk, walking from hut to hut to find your ass on the telephone to call my <laughs> black ass?" You right, ass right down your cubicle instead of calling me. <laughs> you think you think my money gonna protect you from the coronavirus, bitch? Uh, 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 <laughs> like, why are you outside? Go home. Hang up this phone and go home. Shelter in place. I Take said, exactly. I said, you know what shelter in place is? That means shelter at your place. You, you are not at your place. Why are you on my phone, lady? From five years ago, a bill that I didn't even know about. It turns out I paid for it. It was a, it was a Comcast bill. You know how Comcast had to fuck with you. And it was about, Comcast. It was, it was the equipment return. And I said, oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. I said, nah, bitch, I got your ass this time. Because I remembered I, I Instagram when I brought the equipment back at the, uh, the, the Comcast store. So I said, look, bitch, I got the Instagram posting when I brought the shit back. You better check your receipts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got mine. You got so your receipts. Media for the clutch. 
Because so like you call my damn phone doing the coronavirus. I bet I said, bitch, I said, why are you calling my goddamn house? Like who put you, who took you out your hut and uh, to put you on this damn phone to call me? Wait, he said who took you out your hut? My God! Because clearly it wasn't in the United States of fucking America. Why are you calling me on your? Are you calling me during a coronavirus pandemic? I know your ass. I know your ass in no Texas. You not know Utah. You not know California. You not. You ain't in no state that's that's that sheltered your your country ass in place. You walked, you walked your ass out in the middle of this coronavirus and went to work on this phone messing with me while I'm sheltered in place. You should have asked her. Is your job an essential job? Because it really is not essential. When you walk outside, I'm gonna have the police out there saying that's not an essential job. Get her. <laughs> Shit. Find, you a grocery find her ass. Find her. Let me tell y'all something about this coronavirus. I said this on my Facebook. This is the best time to call all the bill collectors, call all the student loan companies because you didn't because normally you're so busy with your day you ain't got time for it. Bitch, you got time for it today. When they put your ass on hold for two hours, bitch, you can put that on speakerphone and leave that phone on all day. And cause you got time. If they answer their phone at the end of their motherfucking shift, said, I've been waiting for your ass all day long, bitch. I got number time. I'm working from home, bitch. I'm calling you on your job. What we we gonna talk about this, bitch. I'm going what? line by line, bill by bill. Yeah. I'm going line by motherfucking line, just like a good old helper, like fraud, fraud, fraud. I ain't pay for that shit. I got time for you. Okay. I got to, a bill, okay. Sally Mae, bitch. I got time for Sally Mae, Navient. I got all, all the times in the world. We're going to consolidate all these loans. You are not gonna go that because all I see is that is that that person on that video when the boy went to jail when they took the kids just to scare him straight in jail and the the, the guy that just said I was waiting for you at the door. Yeah. <laughs> I, did y'all y'all saw what I did to uh, did the sprint? I put sprint on all the way blast this weekend. I I was on the phone. I let you out the house because you you doing more damage in the house than you are. Actually, I'm gonna start forwarding my bill collectors to your ass. Let me get me on the phone. Give me a number. You you actually you know what you could actually fiber this. Some people could be paying you to take care of ATM bill collectors. I'm telling you, I had time for Sprint this weekend. I I was on the phone for two hours. I posted my my screen capture of my phone on their website. On Facebook, they contacted me and I logged all their names and put it on Facebook. I said, look at Sharisa, Kendra, and all them heifers that are contacting me about some bullshit that never was true. Read the fine print, bitch. It's false advertisement or, or misleading at best. This ain't no Apple Watch for 50% off, bitch. This is 50% off for the white chick. This ain't 50% off for the black folks' house who ain't got that kind of credit limit. Nah, bitch. I was. I had time for you that day. I said. I said. And why you got? I said. And, and Sprint. Why you got people answering the phone during the coronavirus in an office? We gonna send you back to work. I put all the screen captures of all the messages. I was put. I was trying to make Sprint go viral to uh, uh, this this weekend. Well, honey, they went viral. <laughs> they still comment on my shit. I can't. And it's not, he's working from home. You forgot. He's got time to come up with these gimmicks with these damn bill collectors. As uh-huh. I told you before, you need to go on Fiverr and, and request and do your services because <laughs> bill collector, collector. Look, I got I got time for your day. All that bullshit you try to run past my uh, my my bill with that extra tax credit, that tax that just because it's Wednesday uh bill that uh, <laughs> that you just sign up for. It's Wednesday. 
No, fuck you. No, I got time for you today. We're going line by motherfucking line. I'm going through all my student loans. I'm looking, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you hook, line, and stick. I was like, nah, bitch, I wasn't in class, a class on that date. I'm going to look up the yearbook, bitch. Come come with, I got time for you today, Navient and Sally Mae. Did you say I'm going to look up the yearbook if I wasn't in class that day? We're done with you. <laughs> we, we are officially done with you. <laughs> you you got to get out of the house because the cabin fever is taking over. You see that, right? <laughs> it really is taking over. The beach, ain't, the beach ain't working in the background. We got to get you some help. Do you know for my company, I rewrote an entire campaign to repivot our entire business model and pitch it to the CEO. Oh, Lord. Because I had time for it at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> I'm like, I need, I need a bonus. <laughs> It's time. It's time to start talking stock options and bonuses right now. I'm working from home, bitch, and I'm I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing superstar moves in this in this house, and I'm 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 locked up. I can't go nowhere. Oh, bitch, you gonna give me a raise, a pay bump, a bonus program, or something? Some stock options. I'm doing all these tips and tricks in this goddamn house for your for your ass. Nah. Well, honey, the cabin fever has took over. He needs to see people. Lamont, what has been going on with you? Cause the cabin fever is taking. He needs some help. You know, the same thing. <laughs> I'm not cussing out bill collectors, but I'm cussing out everybody else. <laughs> Neighbors knocking and damning, making a whole bunch of fucking noise. I'm like, what is going on? This is what happens when I'm not home? I mean, you got, I don't know if this motherfucker under me doing meth or what the hell is going on. I'm smelling shit that I smell not know how long. Kids running up and down the steps. The other day, one of them fell. I laughed. I opened my door and laughed at her ass. <laughs> I opened my door. Excellent. I opened the door and laughed. I told him, stop running down them steps last week. I'm going to keep on running. Okay, well, you catch the dust. She was sitting at the bottom of the step crying. I hollered. It was funny to me. Oh, you're such an evil person. I would do the same thing. I, I, I warned him, don't run down the steps. You're going to fall. <laughs> oh, my God. Get the workout in. I'm telling y'all that I came with Lamont. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your no, cap so fever is kicking between, in. Too. Between smoking, thank you, Fernando, and, <laughs> and a, a cocktail every now and then, Ooh, this has got to happen. And now they're talking about, what is it, April 30th? <laughs> no, May 1st for, uh, for, for, for us. Oh, May 1st. See, now they're going to fuck up my birthday because May 3rd is a special day. My, May 9th. Well, I can't do nothing. Oh, Lord. You my birthday's May 9th. I'm gonna be all I know. Right. I'm like, we please. can't do nothing this year. We might as well. I already told my better half, we're going to order in Benihana <laughs> because you can at least do that. They got at least a special going for two people thirty five out. You know, oh. you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself an old good old Southern country oh. ass cake with all the extra, extra, extra on it. I'm gonna eat that bit by myself. No, right. Because all you gotta do is I'll be outside, you wrap it up in a bag and you sit it on the on the porch and I'm gonna come get it. <laughs> You're gonna be outside with your mask and your gloves on with me for a piece of cake. <laughs> His ass, his ass is not about to get all that damn sugar, and I'll get none of it. I got to have a piece. A good I, need a I need a chunk. 
like too, too, much, too much, too much but going on. The funny part is, I'm not getting cabin fever. Um, because I've been sleeping. I keep telling y'all, I'm sleeping my life away, honey. It'd be, I like, I'd be up like three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. So I'd be up watching Netflix, watching all these shows. And then, so about seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning, I'm on my way back to sleep and I'm out cold till about one o'clock, two o'clock. Then I get up. And if I see something on Facebook, somebody send me a message, I may respond to that. But baby, I've been sleeping. The only thing I'm missing is being in Napa. Mm -hmm. Right. So what happened with Napa? I mean, they're not even letting people pick up their stuff or nothing like that. It's just completely shut down. Well, everything they they're having to keep everything on hold. But but they're offering most of the wineries now are offering free shipping. But like I said, I don't need you to ship me nothing because Monday, Monday, Wednesday and Friday is the only days my office is open. So if you come on a Tuesday uh, or Thursday or a Saturday, Ain't nobody there, and your package may be left on the ground, or your package may be taken back to wherever the center is, and they have to try to bring it back. Uh, uh you ain't playing with my wine like that. No, you can't. You can't schedule pickups. I mean, you can't schedule times when they bring them, your packages and stuff. The office is only the only reason they come into the office is to do the packages. So they're doing the packages that they received, like Sunday was here on Friday. So whatever packages they received on Friday, they're sending, because the way it works is they send a code to your, um, to, your, to your phone. And that's how you're able to get into the room where the package room is. And I got to find the picture and show y'all the picture. But the package room, the package was all the way at the door. So there was, they had to come to work because people's like, I didn't order this stuff. And it was so much stuff in the room, they barely could get the door open. So that's why they said they had to come to work Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to try to help the people out. But if you, when they ship in wine like that, that'll fill that room up fast. Wow. It'll fill it up. And every winery is offering, so they say they doing virtual wine tasting. So I'm getting ready to go. I'm about to sneak out the house, y'all. I'm going to hit on up to Napa this week, and I'm doing a virtual wine tasting for one of the wineries. It's like, can you come and host it? Oh, sure, sure. Put What's a virtual party. wine tasting? Right. So, a virtual wine tasting is just like this, but you're going to see me as the host, and I'm going to go through the wine with you, and they'll send out a pre-thing. So if you want to taste with me, you can order the wine, or if you like what I'm showing you there, you can order that special package, and they'll ship you that special package. That's cute. Okay, I was wondering. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm like, what the hell is a virtual taste? I'm like, tasting spirit. <laughs> do, do I put my nose to the ring and I can smell the wine? I yeah. know. Like, what you gonna do? Silent with the flavor? So, I'll be like, okay, so this is a wonderful bottle of. Why am I showing? Oh, there it is. This is a wonderful bottle. It's a red blend, and the grapes are from the Napa Valley. So we're gonna pour. And so you should smell the hint of vanilla. It should be light and creamy. And oh, that's just smooth and velvety. I promise you, you're going to want to enjoy this. So if you like this, order this package. Order this. This is what you can have at home so you can just have a wonderful mellow. This is going to go great with a nice pork. If you want some pork, or you know what? Make you a nice little steak. Have a nice little steak. You can have some lasagna and blah, blah, blah. And then they order whatever it is. So I do like a, maybe an hour show. 
Lord help me. And are these new wines or is this stuff that they already have? Um, stuff that's well, most of them they trying to they pulling out stuff that's in the winery that they ain't been selling. So now you got to try to sell everything. Oh, because that's the way you yeah. make money now. It's got to be through through the direct shipping because nobody can come in the winery. No, that's wow. that's very 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 unhappy. So, so when I, they hit me up, I, I was kind of shocked. Hmm. Why hell? They see you all the time. Why not put you as the work? Now here's my question: Are you being compensated? Uh, now you know damn well I don't do a nothing without no wine. Compensate me in wine. Wine. Wine, wine, wine. <laughs> so I have a new commercial coming out for them for the winery coming up. So it should drop, I guess, within a month or so. So I'm out there. I'm in the I'm in the winery. I'm drinking. I'm having a wonderful time with all of my people. So I'm in the new commercial. And compensate me in wine. Just <laughs> in wine. Wine. So and it's I, not lit. Well, actually, you bleed well, wine, so well, I can just reach over and pull bottles because they're just all over my room. They're everywhere. I don't know what to do with myself. They're wine everywhere. I haven't. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> just keep Go ahead and lift a box right on down to Denver, and we can help with that. You there? Let me tell you this, Webster. I've been waiting for my thing of wine oh. <laughs> since the Golden Girls was on the air. Oh. <laughs> Well, now the time has been freed up. So I think you need to go ahead and get UPS all together, get these boxes. Hey. I'm like a nice Chardonnay. You know what I mean? I can do a, you know, come on. Likewise. Good well, old Pinot Grigio. He doesn't do, he doesn't do white wines. He does, he does all the You can throw a bottle of rosé in there too. I don't like red because it has too many tannins. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you got the wrong red. Go ahead and clear out all that Chardonnay. No, right now. There's this semi-sweet red from uh, Cuccino Mista. Cuccino Cucci's Mista. what? Cuccino who? <laughs> Cuccino Mista. And <laughs> technically, so people just don't know, that people don't know, the Sutter Home owns like maybe 50 different wineries. So this is a Sutter Home. It's from the uh, parent company, Trinchero Winery. But this is one of their wines. And it's a semi-sweet red that will bless your soul. It will bless your soul. So stop thinking that reds are not good for you. Reds are your friend. The doctor tells you if you drink a glass a day, it'll keep you away from him. So drink a glass of red every day. Yeah, you're too drunk to drive to him. Poison <laughs> <laughs> to keep you away from him. <laughs> oh. Fernando, you don't drink wine like that. I love a good red. I love red wines. I'm not. I'm, I used to like white wines, and I don't like. I, and I, 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 I don't know why I moved away because I, I. But I, I'm more. You grew red. up. You grew up. Yeah, yeah I, like a, I like a good, Hey, like hey, a now look, no, no, no. <laughs> like I, my favorite wines is a good, it's a good Tempranillo. Yes. A good, a good Petit Syrah. I love a good Petit Syrah. Oh, they're, they're my two absolute favorites. Like if you give me that. You're speaking French to me and Webster. We don't know what the hell you're talking. I about. don't know what he said. We oui, we oui, some. I was like, yeah. Give me Syrah. <laughs> I was like, I drink Ciroc. I know what that shit right. is. Yeah, well, <laughs> stay with us with that flavor. Right. They, I think they got a watermelon one now, don't they? Yes, they do, them? and it's delicious. See, I, now going now, I can, I can relate. <laughs> but I'll drink a nice Merlot. But you know, no. But listen, Chardonnay has always been my friend. I just can't, you know. 
And I'm a man of a certain age, so I think I have evolved into a, a certain he age. He said he a man of a certain age. Yeah. Certain. Mm, okay. We just Wrong. Okay. So, okay, so I'll make sure y'all get some wine when we come out of this, this whatever the please. We'll need it by then. <laughs> when Rona let us up and I can give my little happy happy tale to the uh to the place to ship because I gotta ship some wine to one of my guests that was on the show. I wanna make sure he gets some great California wine for his fine self. Let me just give a shout out to Emery. Oh my god. Thank you for being on my other show. You're amazing. So he listens, and he's on this wonderful show called Triangle, the web series. So if you oh. guys are at home, if y'all have not watched that, watch Triangle, the web series. And Emery Laval was my um, guest on my other show. So y'all check him out, and he listens to the fellas. He, lo he loves Fernando. Is that a website? Is it on a website? Is it a uh, what? Um, yeah, it's on uh, B B R. I put it in the doggone thing. B R B T B R B T V Ballroom Throw. Yeah, Ballroom Throwbacks is the parent company for the web series. Hmm. So what I love about the web series is the fact that it has two black men who are the lead characters and they're married. So when you're not seeing that in every other place, here's a chance to see two men that are African-American and they're men and they're married. So you have a positive that you can see so that you can visualize. Because some people can't visualize things that they can't see it. And we don't see that on TV at all out there. So that's why it's so hard for people to understand two men being married. But this show features two men that are married and they have a strong bond in their relationship and they weather the storm through everything. And that's a good thing to see. I think I've seen it on YouTube. I want to. It's see. on YouTube. I've seen yeah. a, couple of, a couple of episodes. Yes, you can start there on YouTube. You can catch all of their seasons up until the current season. This current season, they switched over to their website, so now it's a nine ninety nine a month thing you to pay for. And you know they're paying their actors and they're paying the people that put it. So yeah, it's it's for me it's worth the cost. I was spending nine ninety nine somewhere else on wine on wine so yeah i was spending somewhere else and hell when you go to a restaurant these days a damn glass of wine is ten dollars that part so you just cut back one time having a glass of wine and i get to enjoy them and but now unfortunately during this time i mean there's no filming so they can't film so they don't have you know like tv shows have all this stocked up stuff where you can just go and see all this extra stuff but i mean hey so that's that. Um, for honorable mentions, I wanted to bring up The weekend. So everybody knows The weekend. If you don't know him, his music is there going over to Apple Podcasts. I well, no, I'm not Apple Podcasts. iTunes. Go to iTunes and punch in The weekend. And so he just released his fourth album. And the record label was fighting with him because they did not want to release his project during this time because everybody is on a virus and the corona and you can't travel so there's no promotional tour that he could do right now but he decided that he didn't want to wait he wanted to go ahead 
and release his project. And by him releasing his project, he defied the odds and became overly successful. So one of the, the big things that stood out for me when I was reading this story is that he looks amazingly perfect right now. The album passed 1 billion streams in the first week. And on the first day, he saw 100 million streams. And then at one point after album, after hour, excuse me, the songs held top 12 spots on the Apple Music Top 100. So basically what happened is he won when the record label said no. He won. What do you guys think? You know, I think that was a phenomenal time, even though if you look at the logistics and all those promo tours and all of those things, but what are we doing right now? We're sitting here, we're using the internet, we're surfing social media, you know, finding out music you ain't even, you've never even heard. And so that's a perfect opportunity. And all the kids are at home, all the teenagers, spring break. So kudos to him for standing his ground and cashing that check. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think it was a real smart decision. I mean, like Webster said, it's it's a thing right now where people are bored. So I know I've listened to a whole bunch of stuff on, you know, um, Amazon Music and, and things like that that I had forgot that I even, you know, remembered. It's like you hear a song or something on a show that you're watching and it's like, hey, I haven't heard that in years. And you, hey, Alexa, play blah, 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 you know. So it's like... Um, I think that was a smart. Now, here's my only question is, how much do we know how much of the material he wrote and he's actually getting that money? Because see, the thing about these artists is concerned, although they're selling products or what have you, the record labels are getting the majority of the money. The artist barely gets anything unless they wrote it or produced it. Right. Um, and and here's, a, here's a new thing that a lot of artists are doing. They, they found the Beyonce method. That's what I'm calling the Beyonce method, where they, uh, where, where they, um, they get more money off of selling the, right, uh, the rights to their, to their brand. So if you want to own, like record labels are real good about trying to own all your shit, but what they can't own is your identity, the brand, the name itself. So now, they, now a lot of artists are licensing their likeness, like Oprah does. Like you can't just draw Oprah's face and make money off of it. You right. can't. Like Disney, you can't draw Donald Duck and make money off of it. It's not going to happen. So that's what these artists are doing nowadays. So I, he probably probably said, you know what, my face is worth worth way more than your labels going to try to make money off of me. And I'm and like I think that's where where a lot of uh, people I think a lot of these companies are going to come to realize in this uh, in through this this pandemic is you're on new territory, and you like just like all of us we know we know at our jobs of what we're told and what we do in our capacity, and you know we kind of again we kind of have like more of a narrow focus is like how things are going to work to turn out what kind of result. Same thing with record labels. You know, they know facts and figures and they know how to buy bottom and they, and they, they know how to tell the temperature of an audience that way from numbers and figures. But artists know how to feel their people because that's what they feel from. I'm like, so he was just doing what he felt because he, because he knows his audience better than some facts and figures do. And so taking that risk is kind of like when Beyonce took a risk to, uh, you know, the, to release her album without a, without a promo announcement on it. Like you just have to know the pulse of your of, of your of your followers and your people, because at the end of the day, you're the artist, you're the brand, you're the package. You like you're to be sold, 
and the record labels are just going to follow suit because this is new territory that they never they, they just didn't, never seen themselves getting into. That's going that's across the board with all these industries out here. This is going to redefine every industry on how they do business and how they present their products, even artists like The Weeknd. Yeah, and then uh, I, I mean, there's a lot of artists like right now, like Webster said a minute ago that that you know touring is not happening, and two, I mean, it's like a lot of world tours have been canceled. Like Justin Bieber just canceled his world tour today, and Alicia Keys canceled hers last week. John Legend canceled his. So it's like you know, with fear of COVID nineteen, a lot of people are not touring and not going out. Um, I don't know if you guys seen the uh, the video that all the background singers did on um, on Facebook. I think they did it on Instagram at first, and then it was connected to Facebook, where they were singing. You know, just got together and just decided to do a whole Zoom singing thing. And it's oh, going the, the gospel one. The gospel. No, 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 the, no, not not the gospel one. This was the the secular artist. Oh, I just see that one. Background gospel, singer. Yeah, gospel one is amazing. Yeah, the gospel one is amazing, but I'll, I'll have to shoot that to you so you can put it on our page. But it was it was really unique the way they did it, and and you know. But you think about I I I mean me personally, I think about I don't really think about the artists. I think about all those that work behind the scenes, like you know all the all the touring agents. You know, I've, I've been a tour manager and stuff for different artists and stuff in the past too. So I'm thinking about how they're not making any money. The background singers aren't making any money. The 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 uh, the people that the staffs that are actually doing all the lifting and the moving of all the equipment and stuff that go to tours and everything like that. They're not making any money. Drivers. Yeah. Well, yeah, drivers too. We need y'all too. We got to get there. But yeah, I mean, but when it comes to a, I call it like a, that's a boss move to me that you decided to go against the grain, release your project. And now it's like, boom, look, look what I did. So he, I mean, he's got a lot of good leverage to say, okay, now what y'all can do for me once, once this all, this, this virus is lifted and we go back out there or whatever, I need this, this, and so. I need to renegotiate my contract. All yeah. day long. He needs to do Fernando. He needs to definitely <laughs> do Fernando. I'm a star. I rocked it while it was down. I helped y'all during this time. Now you help me. But I, I love, this. At the end of the day, I am the brand. I am I'm the damn show. I am Diana Ross, bitch. There it is. But you know, I, when you think about artists doing that, yeah, Alicia Keys did the same thing when she just dropped her book. And you know what I mean? And one small endorsement from Oprah, from Oprah you know you're on That's all you need. And, and she's like, I just wanted to get this book out. And then all the proceeds go to like a boys and girls club. So she was like, I'm going to play on the heartstrings of people, double folk. You know what I mean? Because now you're going to buy my book because you're a fan. And then two, you're like, all right, the proceed goes to the Boys and Girls Club when they can reopen. You know what I mean? But, so you got to take yeah. your own, you're like, like Fernando was saying, you are the brand. So I'm going to go ahead and do it my way and it's working. And I have a target audience right now because you literally have the whole world's attention right now. But what I think is sad that I am, I mean, you, 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 you watch the stuff of where you find it at. And I saw this on TMZ. Ooh, I found it on TMZ. And normally I don't read the comments because I don't, when I'm pulling for a story, I'm just looking for something that's good and there's something newsworthy to talk about. But when I'm reading the comments, I'm just, I don't, I know maybe two songs by the weekend. So now I'm going to go listen to right. his project right. now that I have this time. But the people on here 
are killing me. I'm like, the way, if I was reading this and had never heard his music before, I would think he didn't have no fans. So I'm sitting here like, one of the persons said, don't ever put the weekend and genius in the same sentence ever. And I'm like, did I miss something? Did I miss did I did it's I miss the person who, who couldn't get their career off the ground? Because I mean, there's some haters at home now, I guess. And that's because that's because you spend more time hating on yourself, so that's all you know how to do is hate. Right. And I'm and like, this guy said, on your own nail. And it's women too, because this girl said this guy has the most annoying face of any celebrity. For some reason, it just screams, punch me. What does your face say? Because you know they hide themselves. So, what is that to the man's talent? Like, I, I, what what he looks like? What does he sound like? What what lyrics? What poetry is in that? Like, let's dissect that. Who cares what the man looked like? Well, that's, that's that's. I didn't think he was ugly. That's a that's a, a that's a you issue. Not a that's that's not a him issue. That's oh. a him issue. I mean, when the weekend first came out, he had a tree branch on his head. So come on. For real? Did you say he had a tree branch? Yeah. Go go back since we're, since we're at home and we have time. Look what? back when he first came out. He had uh, uh, I don't know what the hell was going on. His head. It was like Jamaican slash reggae slash. I don't know what was going on. It was horrible, and it made him look horrible. Now that he's cut his hair off and he's got a little short look or whatever, he looks like a totally different person. Oh my! I didn't know that. Yeah, because he went research. When he yeah. went mainstream is when he cut it off. Yeah, he had a different. Oh, is that what happened? Yep. So was he independent when he first came out? No, but he was. A, he, he, but but, but it, he was still cute. He had, a hook. he had a hook. He had a sellable brand that was distinct in the market. The same way they did did with Pink when Pink uh, hit the market. You know she was. You know she wasn't. Uh, you know she wasn't rock. Uh, she wasn't rock music. But he still was cute. I don't. Th I mean. Maybe it's like some, maybe there was some weird looking dreads that went wrong. It's like, you know, like again, record labels go by stat statistics and all that stuff. And the stat statistics, uh, statistics said, if you want to go mainstream, you have a look that's palatable for everybody. Everybody meaning white folk. Wow. So I don't know. I, I, That's the key. And like, if anybody's been been in the record business, that when when they say, "Well, we have to just be a, a mainstream uh, person for everybody," everybody means white people. Well, there you have it. Because because so, everybody else was just fine with his hair. No, not really. No. Well, they, got, they got some salty bitches that you know what they in, they in the, they in a hundred dollar weave club too, and you know. But the th okay, the thing is, is that. Everybody was in love with his voice, but didn't know what the hell he looked like. And then when he appeared, everybody was like, who the hell? It, it, it kind of threw him. Because like Chris said, he's still a nice looking guy. But then when you get to that head and try to figure out what dirty ass mop did he put on his head, that just, threw, that just threw, it, threw it under the bus. But once he cut all that off, now he's like relevant, I guess, so to speak. Like you say, he's in the mainstream. Yeah, mainstream. Mm. Oh no! Yeah, like he was interested to look at, just like you know, just like with you know, like with a lot of artists, they come out with a sellable hook of of a look, a, a uniform that's like just get you to take a double take on them for a bit, and you know, and you and you and you and you, you like the sound and it's unique, it sticks out in your head, he don't look like everybody else, and he he became a distinct brand, and so much so that 
he he didn't have to rely on the look no more. Well, I'm still going to give him kudos. What you say, Webster? It kind of seems like in that would be like some form of a contradiction, you know what I mean? Because we're sitting here saying he went against the status quo, I'm going to do what I want to do, you know what I mean? And then when he came out and had his whatever form of dreads, you know, it set him apart from everybody else. So to believe that he would cut that off so that he could go mainstream to sell records, you know, I, this is disheartening. You know what I mean? I would hope that he would rely solely on his talent. You know what I mean? Because the man, I like his album. I like his music. Um, so, you know, to me, I think he look like. I mean, unfortunately, the record label gives you the check up front and you pay them later. And sometimes when you pay them later, it means pay for whatever they ask you to do. Yeah. And we don't know what kind of conversations that man has had where he had to swallow some just because he had bills to pay, obligations to get to, and he ready to have a big voice, a big voice and cut off some hair, then have a small voice and get nowhere. That's true. That's it. You know, you know, we, like, I've, I've, I've been in enough backroom conversations, enough executive rooms where you know, we, we want we, we want we want to think that we can stand up for everything, everything. But at the end of the day, sometimes we pick and choose our battles when we when we in that executive room. Well, I'm gonna say kudos to him. And the weekend, I'm gonna go download your project because what's I'm, the name of the project? The name of the project is After Hours. After Hours. All right. And so there's there's 14 tracks on there. It's 56 minutes of music, so I am going to listen. It says, um, you can find love, fear, friends, enemies, violence, dancing, sex, demons, angels, loneliness, and togetherness all in the after hours of the night. That's what it says right. about the project. Hold me right there. Go ahead. Read it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Did it get you? Ooh, Did you feel something? It's almost towards after hours, so that was a perfect segue. <laughs> yes, so kudos to the weekend for doing what you do and standing up. That's why you are definitely be an honorable mention for this week. So um, we had like three topics this week for uh, our discussion. So we'll give like each of them like a, a good 15 minutes there because because. Y'all, we got a whole bunch of discussions. If you haven't, again, once again, share the podcast, share the podcast, share the podcast, tell a friend, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Um, one of the first ones and was self-reflection. What are we learning about ourselves during this self-quarantine? So Webster, I'm gonna let you take this one first. What are you learning about yourself doing this self-quarantation? Because some people ain't quarantining, so this is a this is a choice. So self-quarantine. Yeah, you know what? It has definitely given many opportunities for self-reflection. You know, I moved here to Denver by myself, and I knew that there would be times where I'm going to be alone until I can navigate the city and make new friendships and just figure out you know, the, the social scene. So now I find myself, you know, finding new books to read, um, really meditating and, you know, having conversations with God and really focusing on that relationship and, you know, all the things that I put on the back burner. And 
and how am I really, how does the world see myself? You know what I mean? Now that I'm spending all this time with me, you know, I'm going into week number three, 24 hours a day. Um, so you really began to say, am I presenting who I want the world to see? You know, I'm a respectful person. I, I'm a genuine, I'm someone who shows compassion and who has empathy for others. And also, uh, I'm frustrated and angry. And what is causing some of that frustration and anger? How do we process through that so that we don't become bitter and, and, and continue that vicious cycle of anger? So, yeah, I've just been sitting back looking at myself of how, how is the world viewing me? Um, how do my students see me? How will, you know, the students who are going to come into my nonprofit, my new employees? So it, it really is just a time to just sit quietly and be alone with yourself. And a lot of people can't do that. And that's hard to do. And if you can't sit with you. <laughs> Hello, somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We were talking about that offline when Fernando was saying that you got to love yourself before you can love somebody else. So that's another thing, you know what I mean? Like, what are all the great things that you truly love about yourself and what can you give that to somebody else? You know what I mean? And, and hats off to people who are quarantined with a better half or a partner or a child because, whoa, that is... Yeah, the hell to you, Lamont. <laughs> <laughs> Do not hate. I mean, at Congratulate. least... I mean, if nothing else, I don't have a, have to talk to myself all day long. <laughs> <laughs> no shade, right? That was some shade. I answered myself, but I'm damn sure talking to myself. That was some real shade. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that Webster though. That's that that is the truth. That is the the truth. Fernando, what what's what's your take with what's going on? Because I want this was your question. I want to say if I'm correct. All right. Well. So so yeah, I, like I'm fortunate enough because I, I work from home most of the time anyway. So I'm kind of used to having a, a, you know a more of a, a reclusive you know a kind of a lifestyle. Even though I have a, I could come up with a big personality, I have more of a homebody person you know a lifestyle. So like, I, I, I do, I do. Like you know, I you know I, I have my burst of craziness and whatnot, which I'm good with. And but I really do you know I, over the years just living alone, being single. I learned to be my own best friend and be in my and enjoy my own company. And I, and what I did and, and how I got there and how I, how it's, how I've noticed it's magnified in this point of quarantine is that I've learned how that my, my state of being has matured because I've, I've learned that, um, that I, you know, your day in and day out, you spend so much time working and um, and you and, and you, you you get in such a routine that you forget to take a good look at yourself, to observe yourself, mm -hmm. to witness yourself, to be present with yourself, to know what it feels like to give self care and be and be very present about those kind of things. Um, you, um, you know, again, like, like I said, learn how to date yourself. Be very like be like the way you're honest with other people. Be honest with yourself. When you're petty with other people, learn like be a little petty with yourself. It's like, why do I do that? Why do I do what I do? It's the best time to do that is when you're sitting with yourself and having those personal thoughts that you you dare to say out loud. And so I um, I think this point in quarantine, I think people can learn a lot of life lessons because you have to really sit with yourself. And I and I, I had talked to everybody who has, has partners because you know I was like I would have thought that'd been great, but I'm like I I'm, I know I have a time dealing with my own feelings and my own stuff. I would rather deal with it in a in a pressure cooker of a 
of a two-person dynamic, like day in and day out, I mean, I would probably try to, I will probably be thinking about, is this, this is a good test or a test to see if is, the, is this the person I'm meant to be with. <laughs> a lot of us get in relationships that we never really sat with before. Right. You know, sometimes we, 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 we laid up in the house with a person that we really didn't even know. Good time mm. to know them. You know, sometimes you sit up in a house that you, uh, with a person that you never talked, that you barely know how to talk to. Now you can find some vocabulary for it. Ooh, that's right. good. That's, that's good. Mm, yeah, like this is when you this is the good like when you think about those people that sit in prison and, and quarantine and whatnot all day long, you know, if you go go back and ask them what they did with themselves, your cellmates or your friends or whatnot that may have been in jail, God forbid they have. But it's like that's a real point where you gotta sit with yourself. I mean really sit with yourself. The the true down dirty E true Hollywood story of yourself. And just and it doesn't have to be a bad thing. It could be you come to some really positive self-realizations like yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not as bad as I think I am. I'm not doing as bad as I thought I was doing. I'm got, I, you know, like when you got to just sit in your house and look around because you spend so much time working for it, maybe you could just sit in your house and like, well, damn, I actually, I ain't too bad. Yeah. Sometimes you could just do that and just take stock and it's like, well, you know, I'm not, it's, life is not as bad. I can still change something, rearrange something and do something different. And I think this is a really good time to reflect upon that, you know, especially when there's so many people who are losing their lives to this mm. and they have no option in it. It's Russian roulette right about now. It's, it's like, you know, this, this virus is taking over, bo bo you know, body, uh, you know, people, bodies, chemicals that are different type of blood types. We don't freaking know. It's non-discriminatory, but in a very discriminatory way, because some people it's killing and some people it's just making really sick. Some people, isn't, they're not getting sick at all, you know, so like this this is one petty ass virus we got and you know the best thing i'm doing for myself is just thinking my lucky stars is like I, okay what am i grateful for as i sit with myself and reflect upon the life that i have and how i'm going to, and how i'm going to make this next steps count after this Ooh, i felt that in my spirit oh a grateful baby Coming behind that, I felt a buck in my spirit, honey. Hey, you got to. Lamont, how you, how, how you, woo, Let him use you. Let him use you now. Yeah. My, my, my. I didn't know he was going to have church today. I'm grateful. Hallelujah. We can't, we can't go to church, so why not have it, huh? Hey. Ah, yeah. We are gathered in my name. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> there it is. But I mean, I need to, I can echo exactly what, what Fernanda was saying in regards to, you know, uh, you being in agreement with the life partner that you decided to be with. I know me and mine have had many times over the last couple of weeks to reflect on our relationship and our partnership, if you will. Um, and I definitely know I made the best decision in my life. Um, he's made the best decision in his life. We've talked about things. We've actually, we've had arguments. We've made up. We've been mad. We, we've done all the above. But it was, it was things where, you know, had we been going out with friends or had we been going to a restaurant or going to the amusement park or something like that, it's conversations that we would not have had because you have time. You know, I'm at home working, working from home. 
he's an essential, you know, security guard supervisor. So he still has to go out to different sites and things like that throughout the day. And so it's like, you know, he's gloved up, masked up. When we go, now you know they passed the order in, in Los Angeles where you have to glove up and mask up every time you go out your door. Oh wow! They they passed that yesterday, so today was the first day that we had to do it. We had to go to you know Trader Joe's and I had to make a couple of bank runs and things like that. And so uh, it was crazy seeing everybody walking around like we all work at the ER. Oh Lord! <laughs> mask and gloves and everything so you know this this new norm so to speak is is crazy but i know for me i've i've really learned how to be patient because oftentimes we get so busy with our day-to-day life that we don't even realize that we're not practicing patience we're we're we're, we want everything in a in a micro minute in a in a you know, microwave minute, so to speak. So, you know, I've learned how to be patient, you know, instead of being able to uh, get up and go and do what I want to do or whatever, I have to, there was the first two weeks I caught myself like halfway down my steps and get ready to go to lunch with some friends or go over here. And I was like, wait, 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 hey, this is a new norm. So yeah, there's there's been a, a serious shift in the atmosphere so to speak you know um i've done a lot of cleanup and a lot of throw out shit that i know i would not have gotten done had i been in you know regular life there's a lot of stuff that i accumulated uh you know over the years that i've been holding on to and and when you when you reflect on things you're like why am i keeping this shit i'm never gonna use it i don't need it uh I didn't even like the person who gave it to me. Come on, somebody. So, <laughs> you know, you know, so that, that's been going on, you know. Um, and then uh, also you make, make yourself just relevant to friends. You know, people have been calling me and we've been talking on the phone and they've been telling me about what they're dealing with and what they're going through. And I have to say, number one, I'm blessed. Um, number two, I'm thankful because it could be a whole hell of a lot worse than what some people are going through. There, there's a friend of mine who actually timed this thing at, to the point where they had to do the stay home ordinance. He got laid off his job. He's been on his job for 17 years. <laughs> and they said, sorry, but uh, we can't keep you here. And so therefore, you know, now he's had a problem where unemployment has like rejected him like twice. And he's like, and so instead of you, you know, when you used to be able to go down to the unemployment office and cuss them out in in person, now you got to do it over the phone after waiting for 45 minutes to an hour. To cuss (laughs) them out. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And his his severance check is getting thinner and thinner and lower and lower. And as you know, yesterday was the first, so everybody had to pay rent, you know, so... (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, hell, I, I'm, I'm, I'm living, you know, check to check, not even paycheck to paycheck, but check to check right now. So I can only give you my love and support, you know, and a meal if, if I, if I need to. You come, I bag it up, you come pick it up. But you know, it, it's hard because then you have people who are losing family members, and they can't even have a funeral. They can't have a viewing. They, you know, uh, it, it's crazy. I lost two cousins this week alone <laughs> and you know it's like sure i hadn't seen them in 15 20 years because they live out of state but just to find out you know that they're gone and you know you can't send them condolences or anything like that and the city is like oh well, we need to know what you want to do within 48 hours only we're going to cremate them and you're like huh you know it it's 
it's it's crazy. And so I think we all have to just stay safe. That's all I can say. Just stay safe. Whatever that means to you, whatever your, your definition of safe is in the midst of going through this craziness, stay safe, stay, have a, a positive out, output because we, eventually we're going to get through this. It's a little rough right now, but yeah, we just got to hang in there. So Chris, what about you? I think, oh, I, I enjoy what you said as well. For me, self-reflection was, and most people that know me, they know I battled depression for a long time. And I, I mean, for years, for years and years. And being an event planner, I could be doing an amazing event and go home and I'm crying. And I just don't know what's going on. It just come out of nowhere. And that was always my life. And a couple of years ago, I was in LA on Sunday. I was doing tour bus cross country as usual. And I went to a church service and I was sitting there in that church. And I said, this is the last day I'm going to deal with depression. This is, I, I can't, I can't do this no more. I got to leave this right here, right where it is because yes, sir. I I can't do this no more. This is not, I'm tired of this. And I said, on my faith, I'm standing on God that you going to deliver for me this, this day, this day, yeah. I'm going to walk out of here and it's going to be right. And I'll never forget that day. I will never forget that day because right now where we are now, had I not had that decision and walked out that day, my life would be really bad right now. Because being cooped up in this house, mm. I would be a depressed, hot mess. And mm. I have not one day doing this thing worried about anything. I ain't worried about it. I'm just sitting here like, well, thank you, God. It's happening. This is it. We got to deal with it. My right. is what's carrying me through this. Mm. Yes, sir. But I know it was a time. If this would have happened some years ago, <laughs> I would have been in the psych ward by the time this was over because I could just sit in the house and cry and cry and cry and can't even give you a reason why I'm crying. <laughs> Would be just boo-hoo. And like my God brother, they were outside my house one day and they were knocking at the door and it's like, we know you're in the house. And I wouldn't even open the door because I was that depressed and I was crying that much. And here it was, people was out here trying to see about me and I still couldn't even open the door. And mm. the only reason that they got in, because they stood out there for like 35 minutes and my sister came home and they came through the door with her. And I was sitting in the same spot on that couch, looking at the wall, just battling with depression. And I'm telling folks, I know it's hard right now, but you got to understand that there is something on the other side. You just got to tell yourself that I'm coming out of this regardless of what it looks like, whatever we going through, because if you watch the news right now, it'll put you in a depressed state of mind. But don't right. all this negativity take you to a place where it's going to be unbearable to come out of, because when you slide in the depression, it gets so comfortable being there. Coming out is the hardest part. Coming out is the hardest part because once you sunk in, you're trying to climb out of this pit and you're all the way at the bottom of the pit and there is nothing to help drag you up because yeah. friends can't do it. You have to make the decision and you have to speak to the uh, God and say, hey, I need you 
to clear my mind. I need you to clear right. my thoughts. I need you right now. Mm. And so, thank you, thank you, Smokey. <laughs> if you don't do it, it's no way to do it. And that's why, it's, for me, like I say right now, I am I'm all right with this thing. And they just started calling schools here in the Bay Area. So two of the school districts that's next to me just called out for the rest of the year. They just sent it and I'm just sitting here like, okay, so we're gonna be next in line and we're on spring break. Technically my, my school starts spring break next week. So we file unemployment for that. But then after that, we go back to the district paying us because mm. in this stimulus packet, the district has to continue to pay us until whatsoever time as summer. And then summer, I guess we go back on unemployment. And I just said, it's gonna be all right. It's just gonna be all right. It's gonna be a, a, a totally different thing when we come out of this, but you just gotta keep the faith and know that it's gonna be completely all right. And that's all I can say. I mean, all right. that's all I can say. But uh, yeah. Lamont had broke broke into this earlier, but during this time, everything is being canceled. Mm. Every major event is being canceled, be it sports events, be it music festivals, be it concerts, be it tours, even funerals. Because you can't have funerals with more than 10 people. And... I mean, some people, they don't, I mean, if you, if you just listen to this show, one of the things that, that almost could have devastated me and I was a little hurt, they canceled Wimbledon. <gasps> yeah, I thought of you when I heard that. <laughs> Y'all know I love me some tennis. Right. But I was looking at when you guys put that up, so I was researching that and I felt really bad. There was a nurse convention that was going to happen on the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. And I guess because they didn't buy the insurance packet or whatever, uh -huh. they're not getting their money back. Right. And so I don't know how many nurses have signed up, but it was a convention. So I'm, I'm believing that it was more than a thousand people. I'm believing that it was more than a thousand people. And this is what I, I we go back to when stupid Reagan and all of them was in office when they were letting all of these companies leave so they could get tax breaks and saying, if you leave, you go overseas somewhere. Most of these cruise lines are not from America. They're in Bahamas. They're, they're all these international places are where they, where they're, uh, where they're, what is the word I'm looking for? The, where they're based at, where they're, where that's oh, their base. homes. Yeah. And so, I could be real shady because y'all know there was a, the Princess Cruise stops here in San Francisco, but when they just had this thing recently when the boat was sitting out on the other side of the Golden Gate Bridge and it wasn't in San Francisco and it wasn't in Oakland. Right. It was supposed to be coming to San Francisco, but they kept saying, no, 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 we're going to let them sit. So they let them sit out there forever. And then they made this great proclamation and decision that the boat was going to end up in Oakland. So you let all these people with the virus off in Oakland. Now, the same thing is going on in Miami. They got like boats with almost 6,000 people sitting out there on the water and Miami won't let them in. Now I wanna know why you don't wanna let them in, but you sure let the boat come over here to Oakland. Well, they, I mean, they, they, did let, they did let some boats out in New York and you see where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And so Florida, Florida, just, they just, and I don't understand this. I, I couldn't understand this while I, you know, I try, I try, I, this is the point now I try not to watch the news because it's depressing, like you said, but I can't understand why they just put in stay at home order. Like, what was it, Monday, I think, or something like that. And I'm like, all this time, and I'm thinking that should have been like one of the first cities because of all the seniors. You know, everybody that's retired and lives in Florida. In Florida. They, I mean, I would think that would be the first thing because the seniors are susceptible to, to catching the virus. So it's like, I could understand that. But that's why, that's why they got all those ships <laughs> that are just sitting there. Money. From Money. the Bahamas, from Jamaica, from all, all those all those little cities or whatever. Virgin Islands. They're waiting. <laughs> and it's horrible. And I mean, me, you know, being being doing travel and being a travel agent and everything like that, it's it's crazy because of course all everything has been canceled from April, May, and June right now until they're gonna make another decision as far as, you know, July, August, September, and October and at the end of May as far as Carnival and Norwegian is concerned, that they're doing, what they're doing is like a credit for 18 months. So if you were planning on, if you've been paying on a cruise or you plan on going on a cruise or whatever for the next 18 months, if they, if they cancel it, if they cancel it, not you, but if they cancel it, they'll give you a credit to where you can use it towards another cruise in 18 months or whatever, once all this is all over, whatever. And a lot of people are saying, well, that's not fair. I want my money back. Or what have you, but if you read these fine print, it'll say nothing about you know national disasters and things like that. It says that you know we have the right to hold your money or whatever. Now you can purchase that insurance. Usually, it's like depending on what the rate of your your cruise is, it's like fifty seven dollars per five hundred. So you know that ain't it ain't too bad to pay a hundred hundred fifty dollars if your cruise is like you know a thousand or fifteen hundred something like that or whatever, where it guarantees you can get a refund for your money if something happens if somebody gets sick or you know I had a client of mine who whose uh, sister passed away and she was her roommate, so she had to cancel the cruise, <laughs> but luckily for her she had paid for the insurance had she not they would have been like oh well you can get a credit. <laughs> and when you go on another cruise without your sister, but it so, sidebar, sidebar question. Uh huh. Now, because her sister passed, does the sister get the? Do they refund the money back to the family? Because the sister passed, does that go back to her family? Well, they they will refund the money to whoever your roommate was. So meaning, you know, whatever whatever was paid into, whatever their power, if they split it half and half or something like this. This was actually a birthday cruise, so she had actually paid for the cruise for her sister to go. But her sister didn't die because of the virus. Her sister had a, a heart attack. But no, I'm saying, but because the sister died, was, so like if the sister was married, that it would go back into her joint account with her husband, it would just fall back, or they... What, does the money just stay there in the company? It, according according to the laws uh, are, or you know the contracts that you sign with the cruise or whatever, if something happens where your roommates are a roommate who cannot go, your main person who's on your room, because usually you have a main person, then you have a secondary person, third, fourth, or whatever. But whoever that main person is, if something happens where that person cancels, your roommate cancels or whatever, the money goes to that roommate. It goes to the main roommate whose name was listed and they decide what they want to do with the money, be it if it, they can give it to the family or anything. But I like, in her case, 
it was a birthday cruise that she was taking her sister on. So therefore she had paid all the money. Sister hadn't paid anything. But yeah. And see, that's why I say anytime you, you're doing travel or anything like that, anything in life, hell, you need to read the small print. There's a reason why it's there. <laughs> Get out a magnifying glass, some thick glasses or something, and study to show yourself approved. That's in the book. Because, <laughs> baby, if you don't, you will end up... <laughs> you in trouble. SOL. <laughs> exactly. SOL. Mm -hmm. so, what yeah. was the biggest thing that shocked y'all that that's been canceled? That's far uh, out because there's some stuff that's far out that's canceling now. That's not even in the time frame of like they say, they say we were gonna open in April, then it went to May, but it's stuff that's been canceled further out. What shocked y'all the most that canceled? I think for me, I mean, well, it, it wasn't that it was far out. It, actually, those aren't really really big things, but. The women's convention, the men's convention, and AIM convention for Church of God in Christ, all those were canceled. And that's the AIM was in June. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, they, they, they canceled all that. And uh, the other thing was the, um, uh, what was that? The Olympics. That was a lot of money. Yes. yes. A lot of money. They've, 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 they've postponed it till... Uh, 2021. And I actually wanted to research that because I heard that it has been postponed before for national disaster. I don't know which one. I don't know if it was the swine flu or something like that. I have to research it or whatever. But that that was uh that was really uh interesting that they they you know that was supposed to be July 23rd. So they canceled that. <laughs> you know, and of course, like I said, you had to be now the the interesting thing here in Los Angeles is that they have not canceled any of the concerts that's supposed to start June the seventh, eighth, all the way to um, the end of uh, the beginning of October at the Hollywood Bowl, which is the outside venue here that holds eighteen thousand people. They haven't canceled any of those yet. <laughs> now individual artists have canceled, like John Legend was supposed to be there. He canceled his show. Um, but other than that, no one is really canceled. They haven't really canceled anything. So as it stands on their website, they're still having major events all the way till August. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, we're talking about new kids on the block, Backstreet Boys, Jill Scott, Diana Ross, you name it. And they have not canceled any of those, any of those events yet. So yeah, I'm still seeing the Backstreet Boys being promoted even here. Cause I think this yeah. is one of those stops and it's, it's, it was, shocking to see that everything else is being canceled but maybe it's so far out but i think i agree with what you're saying you know the olympics was holding out they were doing getting ready to do their torch ceremonies they were like this too shall pass and then the reality of it hit you know what i mean because the person in charge of our country it took the, took him a minute to realize hmm. that this was more severe than he thought so right. and once that took place but i think for me the most tragic thing is the humanistic part of this and and you spoke a little bit to this but that is the funeral you know what i mean and that's a moment of closure for so many people and you know right. in the black community that that is a <laughs> the homegoing ceremony is a big deal so to not be able to say goodbye to mama and them would be i don't know i think that would have such a long lasting traumatic experience so you know my heart goes out to people who who had to die alone because you know what I mean, just to save face for their family members so that they didn't catch the virus. And then now being limited to some form of a funeral and whatever that looks like. And, and 
you know, some people may have no more than 10 people. So it may be the norm, but you know, I'm thinking of my family members that, you know, I'm praying for health right now over every one of them. Cause I couldn't even imagine, you know, being like, well, y'all, what are we going to do? Yeah. How, you know, a zoom funeral. Right. Likewise. I mean, I, I, um, I seen a friend of mine whose father died from the virus. He had had heart conditions before, whatever. He died from the virus or whatever. And so today she posted up the pictures of individual family members going and saying their goodbyes with him uh, at the house where she had made a little makeshift little area with him or whatever for the view. And it was, it was really, it was really sad. I, I, I was like, and they're one by one. They could not be, you know, a whole group of five or 10 or 20 or whatever going in and saying their goodbyes. I mean, it, it was crazy. They've closed um, funeral homes here. I don't know if they've done it in up north or in, in, in Colorado or not, but they've closed funeral homes and cemeteries here where people can't go visit their loved ones. They can't right. You know, have services or anything like that. They they put out a large statement on, on that, a press release the other day. Uh, one of our major um, funeral homes, Inglewood Mortuary and Cemetery here, where actually my mother's buried in Inglewood, and cousins and aunts and things. But you can't you can't go even they, at first they were letting them go like two people at a time to the cemetery, but then as it got further along the line, now now it's just everything is just shut down and it, and it's really, really, it's just heartbreaking. Um, I don't know if you guys heard this report about this, uh, gentleman who lost his wife, um, white guy, and she was a black lady and she died and uh, she got sick and they told her to go home. They tried to call to find out, uh, you know, what they could do as far as the virus was concerned. They asked her what symptoms she had. She had, you know, the cough and she had, um, uh, shortness of breath and things like that or whatever. They, they told her to take certain medications or whatever. She did that or whatever. She went home and she died in her sleep. And he woke up the next morning and she was laying there. And they left her there for about, uh, I want to say, nine to ten hours before they came and collected her. And then he couldn't go with her. He had to stay home oh. and couldn't go and, you know... <laughs> So, I mean, stuff like that just pulls at your heartstrings. It, it's, 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 it's just, it's just bizarre, you know, to think that, is this really the new norm? Is this really what we're, what we're dealing with? And I found, I found the, yeah, it's, it, that's crazy. I did find the, uh, that the Olympics have been canceled three times. Oh, okay. So, unfortunately, it wasn't to this. The organizers of the 1960, 1916 games in Berlin eventually had to accept the uh, the war would not be over by Christmas. So before canceling, the next time the Ber Berlin had a chance to host was twenty later, twenty years later in nineteen thirty six, under the looming presence of Adolf Hitler would be the last for a while. During World War II, the Olympics in 1940 and 1944 were shelved, twice seeing that the summer and winter games used to take place in the same year. So, because of war. So, the last the last time the Olympics was canceled was because of war. And now, here it is because of a epidemic. Yep, a different kind of war. Is it? Yeah, exactly. It's right. A different kind of war. A health war. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah, stay I in the house, people. God damn it. Stay in the damn house. Janet Jackson told y'all asses today on Twitter. I got shit to do in June. So stay your ass in no, well, stay your I, monkey ass in the house. <laughs> I, I think this is a very sobering um, um, experience that everyone's having globally that um, I can't help but really think about the other side of this coin where there's certain people um, that look at this and it's like, yeah, you remember when you looked at us like this? Remember when you treated us like this? Mm -hmm. Remember when we couldn't be touched? Remember when you treated us like like like, like we were the, like we were the dirty human beings? And I, and what I mean is by the age of yes, you do. I understand you exactly. Have a, what you're I have talking. a really good perspective when people are you know we collectively as a global nations like dealing with this epidemic and where we have so much outpouring and I'm like, this is not that far from the AIDS epidemic where your compassion was less than none. So, so, so I hope it's more of a sobering experience for everybody globally to understand that there are, there's, there's illnesses and, 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 uh, and, and viruses out there that could touch everybody now that's discriminatory. And death is death, health is health. Um, you know, protection and compassion is universal. And I think that's the biggest thing I've ever seen out of this is like, you know, when, you know, I like, again, that's playing devil's advocate within the mind of a person who's, who's seen friends have died of a, a pandemic and there weren't resources to help them. There wasn't no, you know, Jerry's kids hotline for their asses. Mm. There was no, you know, no trucks, you know, no food trucks for them. There was, you know, nobody was getting treated on CNN, you know, for, for none of this stuff. Nobody was on, nobody, nobody's philanthropy was, uh, you know, was on a magazine cover. There was no Zoom meeting for them. You know, there was, you know, you, you know, when you're still, I can't see my family die. There was some gay brothers and sisters out there who had the same way. And you looked at them and said, you deserved it. Exactly. Right? So yeah. when you're thinking about this ep epidemic, believe you me, nothing, no virus, no pandemic, no death is deserved. This is a really big lesson globally. Yeah. And I, I would I would just like to mention that um, definitely when we keep uh, Chris Como in our prayers and uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff of Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, he's battling pneumonia. Yeah. And it's really, really bad. And then we want to send our condolences to um, the Bradford, um, I'm sorry, the Marcellus family who lost their patriarch, Ellis Bradford, who the father of uh, Marcellus. Minute. In uh, Bradford, yeah, he he died yesterday. Oh my God, I didn't 85, know about that. Eighty-five complications from coronavirus. So yeah, yeah, it's it's like, and see, that's another thing. Fernando was just mentioning that you know this has no respect of person. People with millions of dollars <laughs> is leaving up out of here and getting sick, <laughs> quick, fast, in a hurry. So you yeah. know, uh, I hope I hope this is an eye opener for the world to have more compassion, starting with our president and going on down from there. It's just like how we deal with pandemics, how we deal with viruses. This is not gonna be the last one we go through. Right. You know, like we're pumping ourselves with so much chemicals on a day-to-day -day basis and whatnot. Look at, the, look, look, look at our skies right now. We have the bluest skies we've ever had recorded in history because we're not evolved. We're not involved with them. Like there should be a big outburst. Like it's just human beings like, look what the world looks like when we're not there fucking it up and treating it like a toilet bowl. The skies are blue in, in LA right now. Blue, China right. The skies they can see for the first time in years. Right. 
This is the freshest air you ever want to breathe in maybe your lifetime. But, and right. so that, that, I think that's a wake-up call for so many different things. Is like how much we shit on the earth that we, that we walk on every day. And that's the truth. Take it so much granted. You can look. We want to pray and hoop and holler and whatnot. Your grandma want to go go and pamper tambourine and Lord Jesus Christ, I love him. But your ass is the first one to throw some trash outside your damn window. You know, but just you know, but your trash can is about three is three three miles high, and you can't clean your fucking house and recycle shit. Think about that, Nana, Grandma. We love you, Nana. Some people <laughs> telling you right about now. Think about think about what you're doing while you sit like you got time now. I'm telling you right now, everybody got time for it. You got time for it today. Think about the shit that you do in your your daily contrition or how you treat yourself and the things around you, including the including the goddamn ground you walk on. Fernando got time for y'all right now. Y'all come to my DMs, bitch. I'm gonna read you like a paperback novel. You're gonna wish the Bible read you today. <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. <laughs> the Bible's bitch, I'm gonna read you today. The the prophet is in your house. <laughs> walk, prophet, walk. <laughs> the prophet came to serve the people. And not playing with you. <laughs> bitch, I've been I look, I was like, I'm not new to this. I'm bitch. I've been in this house all the time. <laughs> I'm good with myself. That's how good I am with myself. I got enough time to talk about you because I done dealt with me. Uh, you better have dealt with you. So <laughs> What TV shows y'all watching? What y'all watching during quarantine? Because Fernando, he didn't got everybody good and right. So what y'all watching? Educational stuff, non-educational, filth, smut, porn. You know what? No, I haven't been watching no damn porn. <laughs> I ever thought I would. Uh -uh. I've been watching everything on Netflix, Hulu, NBC, ABC, Fox. TNT. I, t I don't watch channels. I, even, I was like, is that a channel? Oh, Lord. Now, now I tell you one thing, y'all. Go. This is a really good show. It's called, it's on, it's on, it's on Netflix called Queen Sono. Who? And Who? It is an African spy Oh, show. Queen Sono? Yeah. <laughs> it is beautiful. It's all, it's an all African cast of all different parts of Africa, and it's a spy show. And they speak they they, uh, they speak beautiful uh, beautiful different languages on the show. I I the only thing I don't I don't like is that why they got that one that one African woman with the bad lace front. They always get that one black woman, one African woman with the badass weave. Why do why we why the, why the African ladies always got a bad weave? Queen I don't know. They don't know how to get it done right. It's but I, ha I haven't. Party city wig. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I heard I heard about it. I'm gonna add it to my list. Like, cause you, cause you, could, you could tell an African woman weave and an African American woman weave. <laughs> There's a difference. There's a difference. Okay, so what? What I? What I, I? And I watched it. I binge watched it. That All American baby. Yes, loved it. Did you? All American. Oh my God, that blessed my soul. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. I had to watch it for like two days straight. I was up till two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning watching that show. That damn thing is good. Thank you. Thank you. I haven't seen it yet. I will watch it though. Oh, it's amazing. Add it to your list. And, and then, and, um, uh, has anybody watched The Tiger King yet on Netflix? I'm getting into it. That was gonna be my next part. I I spent a day 
an afternoon and you know so many people are like oh watch it watch it watch it and i was like that doesn't really seem like it's gonna spark my interest right so, but i'm gonna do it man <laughs> that gay honey boo boo huh? He's sick, <laughs> I was done. I was like, listen, this, mm -mm, let them all out. But I mean, now listen, Carol. Yeah. I, I don't Carol. finished it yet, but I was watching ABC News today. Now, cases is reopening that case. As they should. Netflix, nope. Carol done killed that husband and took that oh. money. And then there's. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I only watched one episode. Yeah. I okay, so we can't, we can't hush. We got to hush. We got to hush. You helped. No. I didn't think it was something I wanted to watch. And they tortured me the other day and I watched. I said, what the hell am I watching? Wait a minute. He got a husband that ain't got no teeth? What the hell? The first thing you think about is this, this is the worst. This is the the first trailer trash shit I done watched in decades. So he got three boys. He got three boys. Polygamy, cults, murder. Wait a minute. He got three. Oh, so it must be in the segment. Go watch it. Animal endangerment. Everything you need. All money extortion. It's really good. Yeah, it's at, really the it, at, the, at the end of it, you're gonna have two villains. You're gonna yeah. have Carol and Peter. That's oh, it. Oh my God. <laughs> Carol and Peter is the enemy. I can't. You can do that tomorrow, Chris. Just watch the whole thing. Listen, I'm going to send Joe a care package. <laughs> Me too. It shit. I will put some on his books. Because he, he spoke truth from day one. So you go ahead and watch that. And then let me so know. So another one is um, Uncorked. Did you watch that, anyone? I, I watched Uncorked. And All right, you're a wine connoisseur, so I need to hear this. <laughs> I was not impressed. Really? Wow. I was not impressed. Wow. <laughs> Fernando said me either. Wow. I had better time going to a winery with you. Right. I was I was really let down by that movie. I was like, oh, good, a wine movie with black people. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> and I started watching, and I was like, the and then they flipped it on you, didn't they? <laughs> they flipped that shit so goddamn fast. Uncorked. Niecy Nash, Courtney Vance. I don't know who. I don't know who the boy is that played the the son, but Niecy Nash is the mom, and Courtney Vance is the dad. It's on Netflix. There is a movie that I want you guys to see if you haven't seen it yet. The Banker. Oh, they say that's on Apple oh, TV. It's on Apple. That's TV. on Apple TV. Really good. That's what it, I heard somebody it, say that that was good. It's open on a personal level, and I put it on my Facebook. Like, I was like, that was my life in the early 2000s. That was me. But, that was me. I was like, when you put your, when you put your faith in a, in a white person, because that's what, your, that, that's what society says you got to do to make it as a black man and see what they're going to do to your ass. I was like, I lived that. I lived that completely. I book trapped in verse, baby. I was like, I understood, I understood that game. It's a good-ass movie. So I I just yeah so I'm I'm gonna go to banker but let me tell you let me tell you about that old dark ass uncorked uh why they act like they ain't have no goddamn money and the whole entire movie was dark there was never no lighting in the goddamn movie ever ever <laughs> every scene I saw was pitch dark I was like come on we outside and it's still dark <laughs> come on what's was, going on here maybe because it was produced by Tyler Perry yep. <laughs> Shade of it all. 
Yes, baby. That was some pure shade. Woo. Shade of it all. Poor Medea. We love her. Self-made. Has anybody watched Ma- uh, Self-made? Madam yes. Yes, I did. Loved it. I and loved that. Spencer and that damn Bl- Blair Underwood. Ooh. What is Blair? Blair? Is Blair 50 and above? Huh? Is he 50 and above now? Oh, yeah. And yeah. In that movie, I was like, how he looked like that? Like, he... Like you, thirty-seven years old, bro. Like I, I, I need to get my life together. I, I'm, I'm be on the Blair Underwood diet because whatever he had it going, I was like black don't crack, and that's what I aspire to be at fifty. That, that he was is. I want to be a. I want to be a. He's fifty-five. He his oh his birthday is August twenty-fifth. He's more. Yeah, I was about to say he's he yeah he's near you, Chris. <laughs> his birthday is after mine. Bless the Lord. Yes. Uh-huh. The, uh, I'm yeah. Telling anyway. you what, I want to be Cicely Tyson. I want to be 90-some years old and still looking snatched. Do you hear what I'm saying, kids? Snatched. And still going to work. And still exactly. Going to work. That's, why, that's why I say that's my aspiration, still going to work and 90-some years old and still looking snatched as ever. Sister the Tyson. Yeah, I don't know if you guys watch Cherish the Day. Who? Where yeah. Cherish the Day on OWN. Yeah. On It's an excellent move, but she, play, she plays the, uh, the royal... Hollywood priestess <laughs> that the young lady is the caregiver for, and it's it's re- it's really a good movie. But Cicely, baby, I, I you yeah, I know you know what Cicely Tyson can do no wrong for me. <laughs> and Betty White. over the years. Okay, so I just need somebody to tell me how do you see the top ten on Netflix? I see that they got it in the right corner, but is there a list of just the top ten? Keep on scrolling down your list, and it comes up. You know how it says that you know. Uh, oh look, I found it here. Yeah, it's it's listed. Yeah, it's listed. Oh, uh, All American is number three. Yes, of course it is. Okay, I'm mad that Madam C.J. Walker ain't in the top ten because I don't know none of these other movies. Car racers. I got plenty of time. It ain't like I'm go- like it's not like I'm going somewhere. <laughs> right. I don't even know what nailed it is. Now, what y'all think of Ozark? I haven't watched it yet. It's number two. So right now on Netflix, Tiger King is number one. Yeah. Ozark is number two. All American is number three. Mm-hmm. Nailed It is number four. How to Fix a Drug Scandal is number five. Uh. Blood Father is number six. That was a good movie. Blood, Blood Father? Yeah. Yeah, Mel Gibson, right? Yes. Yeah. It's on my watch list. The Roommate is number seven. I was supposed to be watching that because uh, one of my friends told me that that was pretty good. That kind of reminds you of um, Hand and Rocks the Cradle. Oh. Unorthodox is number eight. The Platform is number nine. And Rounding, it all, good rounding it all Out is number 10 is Car Masters. Rust to Riches. Mm. I don't know them. I don't know them. I don't know right. them. I don't know them. Now, what I am watching, too, and I just finished the last one right before the show started, was Always a Witch. Oh, no, That's on Netflix, too. Oh, really? And, oh, my God. So it's about this young girl who finds out she's a witch and is in Colombia. So it's overseas. It's not a, nobody is a, 
American actor. Everybody's from overseas, but it's all in English. Because I was like, now nah, I wasn't going to be able to watch it if it wasn't in English because I barely speak English. So I don't need no help trying to figure no shit out. I barely speak English. That's why I haven't watched Parasite yet. I don't do subtitles. <laughs> so, Oh, Parasite is subtitles? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah it's all subtitles. See, I don't know. I didn't know what it was. So then I can't watch that because that would be it's right. really good, though. It's really good. But see, I can't. I have ADD. I can't sit and focus on the TV like that because I be playing tennis on my phone while I'm watching movies and stuff. So I be to miss the good part. Yeah, I'm trying to read it. <laughs> right. Like, what was that? And then, you know, I take my contacts out so I can't see at home. So I, I can't see the little uh. tiny print on the damn thing. I'm going to be like, what is that? Okay. Mm -hmm. Paint. That's a mess. There's another oh. show called um, Monogamy on. Uh, it's on Prime TV. Monogamy. Yeah. What's that about? All black cast. Um, it kind of reminds you of what was that show that was on? Um, it's it's uh, they do a test for their marriage to see if their marriage would last. So they actually put pair them up with different people yeah. in their marriage and they actually pair them up with people that they thought they should have been with instead of their their partners oh, and wow. uh, it's it's really interesting up into the it's got it's got a good twist and everything all the way to the end it's called monogamy okay i'm gonna look that up yeah. now there's another good movie that's out too is otherhood and that's what that's the one bassett. with angela bassett angela yeah bassett and the son oh my god that is a good movie Oh my God, that is a good, 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 good movie. So it's plenty of stuff that people can watch. And oh, let me tell y'all at home, um, Hallmark just offered this thing. They're giving you a 30-day free, free trial. So if you at home and you ain't got no cable, get on over there to Hallmark and you get a 30-day trial for, uh, for free. So you can watch 30 uh, Hallmark Channel. You know, I love a good Lifetime movie. You know me. <laughs> so do I. You're not alone. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm pissed off that they're showing the Christmas movies, though, right now. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? You know, you know, you know, it's one thing about, about this whole thing is that Comcast getting their ass handed to them right now because everybody got an app login for somebody from somewhere for something. And literally, down, they download for days right now. Comcast ain't getting a dime from me right now. We got rid of Comcast. <laughs> I, I have, you know, I haven't had Comcast in about three, four years now. I've been because my because my house has fiber, so I so I my I stream everything and I never I it don't miss a beat. I I I I forget I have I don't have cable no more because my internet's good. I got good shit. And the funny thing is, I was planning on trying to get uh, rid of Directv before all this happened and I, I was like I don't have time to watch what shows are on streaming and everything like that and I was asking people for suggestions and everything like that now with this I can definitely say <laughs> well now you can see what the hell you want to watch and, and kind of home in what you really want and then you can go back and say you know what? I don't need all this extra stuff right I just need to be able to go ahead and I, I they say that Hulu plus you can record they give you a, a, t a terabyte of, of space for you to record your stuff so yeah AT&T plus you can record see my thing is we're in and out or whatever and I'll be forgetting and so well, there's all the times I'm just taping four or five shows at a time. <laughs> so how it's much like, is like, Hulu? Hulu plus is like uh, 24 dollars a month I think they said uh, okay because I just did um, 
foot foot something what the hell i just ordered something foot like food tv what the hell i got i got my i got like the i got like the at&t now one i have the at&t now but i'm paying too much money i know right so i went to this food food what, what the hell is this thing called food tv and it's like 69 dollars, and i get all the channels because as long as i get tennis that's all that mattered to me I, I honestly like i watch like i have so many i got i got so many apps y'all that i don't remember what i got subscribed to i got the at&t one i got i didn't even know i had prime video because i've been having prime for like eight years didn't even know prime had video with it my oh, dumb ass oh. like oh look they came with my package i didn't know Nobody you, wait, do you do you have um you got Amazon Music account? I got that too. I didn't know I had it. Okay, so are you getting a discount? Are you getting a discount for Prime? Because you know yeah. they only charge you three ninety nine for Prime now with with you have Amazon Music. I, apparently so, and I I also I also got Hulu for free because I because it comes with my Sprint account. Oh yeah, and yeah, then, and then I, I got the Netflix, and then I got who else? Not, I got another bitch. Um, I forgot. I got so, so many damn app holes. Oh my god! So I got this thing. It's called Fubo. F U B O T V. And so that's what I. Uh, you get a seven day trial. I did a seven day trial of it to debate if I was gonna keep paying AT and T now, or if I was gonna try this thing out. And but for me, I really watch CBS. All my shows come on CBS. So I, I already pay the five ninety nine for CBS for that. And then if I watch anything else, it's either uh, Bravo or VH1. Ooh, so ooh. I'm like, if I could just have Bravo, VH1, the tennis channel, my local channels, yeah. good. You're going to watch uh, but, The Good Fight? But with the oh, food, oh, I love you, The Good Fight. You, That's my show. Oh. Can you I'm, save that? I mean, can you can you watch it later? Can you, I mean, with the FUBU, can you watch it later? A FUBU yeah. or whatever? Oh yeah, it's it's it gives me all these hours to save, so I can record. I'm recording like I'm recording eleven. So it's FUBO, you said TV. FUBO TV. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, check. But see, that's my thing. I want to be able to tape my regular shows, you know. Um, and if they have my main thing is like my own show, own TV, and uh, you know the stuff on Lifetime and my other my other little home my uh, HGTV and my food channels and stuff like that or whatever. When I take my little shows and stuff on Life, I want to be able to take that stuff. Oh yeah, because you watch HGTV. So I used to watch that, but now I really I'm so addicted to CBS right now. I have an addiction. I Me really CBS stuff going on. All my shows come on there. NCIS Los Angeles, NCIS New Orleans. I like the NCIS. Hawaii Five O, Blue Blood, SWAT. What? I can't stop. I'm addicted. Tommy. Who? Tommy. Oh yeah, I like that too. Me too. I like Tommy. FBI. FBI, both of them. Yes, FBI, I'm addicted. FBI most wanted. Yes, I stay right there on Channel Five, so I don't. See, I can't. Y'all watching that while we watching? Uh, is, uh, if loving you is wrong. Haves <laughs> and have nots. You can keep loving hip hop, Miami. Loving hip hop, Atlanta. Black Ink. <laughs> oh my god. Now I do watch I watch I like uh Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I do like I do watch that. I don't watch Miami and I don't watch New York. I don't but, watch that. Um I like Love and Hip Hop and 
I'm so over Real Housewives of Atlanta because I'm so sick of this tired, boring cast. I'm like, I'm over them. Get You're rid tired of them. them crying every week? Yes. <laughs> I'm tired of attention-seeking hoes. Oh. I, that's, I don't watch none of that shit. I would, you, if I met one of, one of them bitches, I would, I would make them cry or commit suicide. I can't deal Stupid. with it. Stupid. <laughs> like, my, my grandmother told me a long time ago, Fernando, I know, like, I know you have a knack for, uh, for, for making women, women hurt because I'm, in your head you want to hit them, but so you just cut them with your words. So I'm real good about cutting a bitch with some words. Oh, so I was like, nice. if I met one of them hoes, they probably commit suicide or, or rearrange their life order. Fucking with me. And then oh, I did you guys hear what happened with uh, Empire that they're not going to do? They were supposed to do nine episodes and they're only going to do eight now because Taraji P. Henson refuses to come back out and record the last scenes of episode nine because of this virus. Oh, so, I don't blame them. So would, they're, in the middle of, they're in the middle of episode seven, no, six. They just aired this past week. So they got seven and then they got eight. So they're going to make eight like the last episode. They're going to take bits and pieces from mine to make I it. I wouldn't come back out either. Me either. I was like, shit, shit, y'all can record me on Zoom. <laughs> well, no, what they were going to do was like, they were going to record each little scene individually, not a whole big old crowd and all this other stuff. She's like, mm-mm, I'm not doing shit. You fucking have it. <laughs> Especially I'm going to live show. It's over with after this. Empire, I mean, Empire has lost it for me. The music nobody lost it, the acting watched. lost it, everything. I'd better watch Star than Empire. And they're not even bringing that back no more. They're not bringing Star back. I know. You know I rather watch well, Star. They were in negotiations with OWN to come on there, but it never happened because you know, you know, Mother Daniels is a piece of work. So therefore, yeah. you know <laughs> what? And hide until she get that boy his money. She better give Damon Dash his money. Right. She already <laughs> paid him. Oh, did she? She already yeah. paid him. Uh, Somebody else is after now. Because Damon Dash ran up on you at Diana Ross and was like, Damon, Damon Dash is going to get in that ass and say, give me my money. While she was saying, reach out and touch, I'm going to reach out and touch your ass. Boom. Bitch, I got a plan for you, Stan. <laughs> Run me my uh, money. The, like, I'm not smart TV? Lamont, you have a smart, smart? TV? A smart TV. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so if you get apps, there's another thing that... um. Um, y'all know Disney. Everybody had Disney. I, I did. I tried the Disney Plus. I was like, okay, I'm over this. They was tired. They ain't got nothing on there. You are, all the all the shit they got on there. You already seen. That's just like um, BT Plus. I, I did their little trial, and I, I've canceled that in three days. I was like, oh please, they ain't got nothing on here. No, I don't. Now, don't y'all sleep on Ted? I have Ted talks too because I'm doing my Ted talks. I love a good Ted talk. That's my goal. Uh, I, I, I was in. I would. I was talking in quietly, trying to get myself myself a Ted talk, and uh, I'm hopefully that doesn't that doesn't go away this year because of coronavirus. But I really want to do. Oh, TED you want to do a Ted talk? I do want to do a Ted talk. Oh, we can do a trial. We can do yeah. a. We can do a. Uh, we can do a Christopher talk. <laughs> I do. A, I do a TED. I uh, my friends have been trying to push me to do a TED talk. It's like, yeah, it's like you would read, like like what work like work uh, like workplace behavior and just uh, uh, the dealings of being an entrepreneur, and the psychology behind it. Oh, I'm down. I'm down. Mm. I'm. I, I'll be there as long as you ain't charging a thousand goddamn dollars to get in. <laughs> like a church offering. TED talks is expensive. My name ain't Webster. I ain't got that kind of money. <laughs> he 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 gonna stop being reserved around us because I'm I'm gonna get him. Oh, so this too. 
for y'all um, uh, at home as well as to the fellas, Broadway HD, if you have that app, they are doing a seven-day trial as well where you can watch um, Broadway plays. Ooh. And okay, wait a minute, Broadway HD, didn't they, they put, wait, don't they have Hamilton and Color Purple and all those on there too? Yeah. I heard about that. Okay, Everything is on there, so you get a seven-day trial. I did fly to New York and watch the Color Purple when they were on Broadway. Jennifer Hudson, amazing. Amazing, wasn't it? Oh. I told y'all, everybody ain't like Webster. <laughs> I didn't get to see it. No. I seen I seen the the run with with Fantasia and uh, Chaka Khan and BB Winans and Jennifer. Yeah, nobody took me no goddamn where. Ain't nobody invited me to go no goddamn where. Woo woo woo! I had to it comes to Northern California all the time. We grew up watching, we grew up watching Color Purple every time it's on TV. Like sit down somewhere and watch it. Right. So but I this is the actual that. play. I want to see. I want to see the actual. Phenomenal. Yeah. Job well done. So okay, I'm gonna have to. I, I'll, Broadway's and Broadway HD, got it. Okay. And yeah, because I want to see Hamilton because I was planning on seeing that for my birthday weekend in San Francisco on the first of May, and I'm so fucking pissed. Sorry, <laughs> Rona. You know, we, we know that, All right, damn you, Rona. <laughs> like the the corona, like Corona will not really resolve itself until well after ne like next year. Reason being is because even after we go off of quarantine, it's gonna take for however long for how many patients to get into that many hospitals to get those back, get vaccines. And in between that time, we still passing the shit along because we just, we, we like that. So like, like it's gonna just be a matter of everybody getting vaccine for it. And then you got the anti-vaxxers you know, that you have to deal with and whatnot. So that's going to be the real, real deal, Holyfield, when everything's going to come back open is when everybody just pass through that shot test. Like, here, take your little shot in the ass and keep it moving. Oop, not the shot in the ass. <laughs> arm, the ass, whatever, whatever cheek you want to want to pick. It's it's all all right and everybody's nerves got to come back. You know, shit, folks still going to be nervous and scared. I know for me, it's going to take me a good month or two before I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's have another problem. Um, and everybody going to be doing the white lady to everybody. You know what I heard? You know what that means? The white lady, do the white lady like, mm. <laughs> Clutch your purse. And you clutch your purse. And everybody going to be doing the white lady. Who you colored? <laughs> like, oh, you wash your hands? You wash your hands? So for those of you at home that are, are not African-American, please don't be offended when I say this, but baby, how you treat us black men, we're going to be doing you white people just like that. We're going to be scared to get close to y'all. So please don't be offended because the shade is going to be real. I already did it today at Trader Joe's. This woman was walking around with no, everybody else got on masks and gloves and you walking by with no mask, no glove, touching all the shit on the shelves and everything. I said, ma'am, could you be a little safer, please? Oh, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Be careful. <laughs> do better. Do better. <laughs> Not do better. <laughs> I'm telling you, like that's gonna be the, that's gonna be the new the new rap. Somebody gonna be doing a new rap to that. Do the white lady. Mm -hmm. Do the white lady. It's gonna be the Heisman on them too. Uh, <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> oh, I would like to shout out. Um, my uh, one of my, my closest friends I grew up with, you remember Ty Snow, I think, Chris, I think you guys met years ago. His show is 100 Humans on Netflix. It's really good. 100 Humans on Netflix. On Netflix. He, he I is. watched that. 
He's in a yeah. movie? He's number 20. He's human number 28. What's, the, what's that show about? Um, they do different, uh, different narratives for humans to go through. What would you do if this happened, that happened? It's really interesting. So he's, a, he's, the show. Fernando, he's the guy who made up the Tic Tac song, Tic Tac Toe song. Oh, that dude. Oh, listen to the show. Huh? Does he listen to our show? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He, yes, I know who. I know who. Yeah, I, I know that. Yeah, oh, he's a mess. So, and the fun, the the ironic thing is, is that his career, his career is taking off like crazy. He he's got a lot of opportunities. He's got that. He's got a talk show that he's doing right now. I got to get the exact name of it so you guys can uh can listen to it or whatever. But that's on Facebook Watch. Um, I just, I just, okay, I won't say it. I'll be nice. Right, right, off camera. I'm but anyhow, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, he's he's doing well. So uh, excuse me, uh, if, if we throwing shots out, wait sure. <laughs> if we throwing shots out, I do have another show, people. I don't advertise it here that often, but I do have a show called The Perspective Talk Show, which is a live Facebook show every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you very much. I am the executive producer of the mostest. I'm trying to bring content to the world while they are stuck in the house, baby. I'm doing it all now. Mm-hmm. Try it, try it. Um, and I just got to keep working with Fernando because his little sex show is getting ready to come out. I got to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. I'm pushing you to greatness. I'm pushing. <laughs> Fernando, did you come up with a name yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. As, a, as a matter of sex. Ooh. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> cute. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'm I'm working on it right now. I'm working behind the scenes on how you know uh, how you know what it's going to look like, um, the, the, the different topics. I've been talking to a couple psychologists and some um, health professionals um, uh, while they've been in the house uh, about it. So uh, I'm going to start doing some interviews uh, soon at, uh, on, on on Skype and 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 test pilot it and see where it goes. I'll be the prude on your show. I'll be the prude. I'll come on and be the prude. <laughs> I don't want to title. I'm the prude. You what? <laughs> I'll be the reserve prude for you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I really hope it's going to get people to really have a really open dialogue and, and find a vocabulary to how they narrate themselves as sexual people because it doesn't always have to be salacious. It doesn't always have to be um, be something that you feel uncomfortable about because sex is more than just the mechanics of it. It's about how it informs you as a person, you know, how it informs you as a man, both, you know, not only just a man, but as a man of color, as a man of faith, as a man, man of, uh, of a certain, a, a certain uh, status in the world. It, it affects everything and it, it informs it. So I think that uh, hopefully that conversation is going to be something people want to uh, be compelled to, uh, to, to, to discuss with me. Oh, looking forward to it. A matter of sex. Yes, I'm telling you, it's gonna, there's greatness in him. I see it and I know it's been there. There's greatness in him. And I'm just, baby, I'm waiting for it to just come on out. He's gonna be the new new Dr. Ruth. <laughs> okay. He's gonna be the there new Dr. Ruth West. Call ins like she used to. Yes, baby. She used to take them call in. Call in. <laughs> Caller seven six zero. What's your question? Do you, you remember that? I loved her. 
That used to be so funny to watch that old nasty woman talk oh, about sex. Nasty in woman. Oh, nasty woman. Oh, nasty woman. Hilarious. And you know, they, they are on YouTube, Fernando. I don't know if you knew it or not. Yes, I love yes. her. Wait, wait, wait. Webster, do you know who that is? Uh oh. I, <laughs> I do know who that is. Uh, oh, you do? You do. Not permitted to watch that show when it was actively on TV, but I do know who <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Nobody it was such was, an informative show. It was very informative. Very. Uh, that show used o'clock. to come on at like, what was it, 11, 12 o'clock at night? So we used to all sneak and watch that shit. Yeah. <laughs> we had the flops and everything. The network shut off and then everybody had to go to bed because there wasn't nothing left to do but go to sleep. Right. Watch no more TV. Well, hell, I had a TV in my room, so I never had that issue. I always had a TV in Maybe. my room. I used to get I had a TV in my room, too, but I had to get up at, at 6 o'clock to catch the bus to school. <laughs> catch that, the yellow bus when I was as part of the busing program going to school. Yeah, bus drivers. Yellow I, bus, yes. But I've always been a night owl, so therefore, hell, I was up till 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'll be watching. Like I try, I, I would try to watch anything that try to get, like, talk about shit that no one would talk to me about. Like, I remember in high school, my I think my Fresh my sophomore year, and and queer spoke was popular, and I had I had a I had a kale box on bootleg in Wait, my bedroom in high school. Damn it, I was out of high school. You hear me? You see, I said back. I was like, Mm-mm, I'm not gonna be a part of that. And I know Webster. Did you say you're a man of particular age? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, were, you, were, you were in middle school when that was out. <laughs> listen, what what year? I will be thirty six in two weeks. Oh, I, I'll be th- I'll be thirty six. Okay. Two weeks, I will be thirty six. Lord yeah. have mercy. A year apart. Jesus, <laughs> what year was that? Lord have mercy. Oh my God, when was that? <laughs> Yeah. At the same time, that was definitely a show that was, man, it was, yeah. I would, I would lock my door, close my door, and play, and, and, uh, and watch it, watch it real, real low, so my mama couldn't hear me when I was, when I was watching, because it was like watching porno back then. I was like, oh yeah. my God. And I was like, I was, I was living my best life watching that damn show. It was, was very provocative, it was new, and I mean, there was no boundaries, and it was just like, wow. And, and, and we were so dumb that we weren't even thinking about where the black folks at. Not a one time did you ever think about that. Yeah. No, nope. we weren't thinking about that shit back then. We weren't and like I never watched it. Never. Yeah, we were quiz folks. Never watched really? it. Really? I used to love that. Yeah. Pick my interest. But the funny thing is, they said Webster said he thirty six, but I remember after I used to drive a bus number thirty six. <laughs> That's all I remember about thirty six. Dun, dun, dun. It's gonna be. I'm gonna have a little virtual birthday party. It's gonna be the best year. We. I'm speaking life over 2020. Oh baby. Well, I say we be in Paris. I say we go to Paris. Paris. You could change it on your background. <laughs> in 20. No, in 20. In 2021. Because 2020, we ain't going nowhere. No. This is the year of the lockdown. This is the year of the lockdown, baby. I'm sorry for y'all birthdays because, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't plan anything, but I guess I'm going to take the stimulus check that we about to get and pay for my little trip overseas for next year. So I'll be already paid. Huh? All right. You ain't getting one? 
don't qualify. Oh, sorry. Mm. I'm poor, so uh, I don't qualify. I think I just barely, just barely, I'm just barely making it in, cause my side gigs is uh paying a little too much to go right about now. So gotta keep those under the table. Don't y'all tell nobody. <laughs> I was like, as long as I'm in my bags, bitch, leave me alone. Just as long as y'all don't fuck up with my bags, I'm good. I know that's right. I know that's right. Because after that, if you fuck my bags right about now in this damn coronavirus, bitch, I'm coming to the White House and laying hands on somebody. I'm like, y'all gonna catch this corona from somebody, bitch, and give me a check. I'm, I ain't gotta fight you. I'm just gonna sneeze on you. Oh, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna sneeze. I'm gonna beatbox. I'm gonna fart. I'm gonna something. <laughs> we gotta scare you somebody by sneezing on. <laughs> got to get. Yeah. Okay. We need to get this virus together because the cabin fever has taken over. He has to get out and have interaction with people. Like, give me my. Like, if like if y'all tell me that I can't keep doing my job, then I'm gonna need me a stimulus check to get me together. And if y'all can't give me a stimulus check, then I need y'all to be in here with 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 me have having having uh, having a good old coronavirus party right here because if you can't if I can't work, you can't work, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> I'm done with you. I'm just so done with you. So look, okay, fellas, as we go out, y'all, we about to wrap up. Y'all make sure y'all share this podcast, tell a friend, all that good stuff. I got one question for each of the fellas as we go out. My question is, what is the thing that you are missing the most while we are on lockdown? One thing. Think hard. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, Webster has one. It, it, it's sitting right here, and that is brunch, Sunday fun day. I, I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm tore up. Yes, brunch. I need a good, need a good brunch, and oof, yeah. What the hell is that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> what? He said he was missing brunch. <laughs> my kit, and I, I look crazy because it's in a little syringe. Oh, oh! I, for a minute, we thought you was testing for Corona. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I, I was sitting there like, remember, I'm an hour ahead, so this is my time to do all those regimens. So I'm and you know I can't see, so when I was leaning in, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, the <dear> Lord!" <laughs> I'm missing socializing. Lightning jail phone. That's what I'm missing. You're missing who? Socializing with friends. Socializing with friends. And if it's being, if it's hanging out, partying, game night, whatever, I'm I'm missing that. <laughs> yes, Fernando. Um, damn, I gotta pick one. SEX? <laughs> I gotta pick one. SEX? No. SEX? Um, well, I'm really, oh God, I'm really missing like, you know, connecting with my, I didn't realize how much I connected with my friends until I like, so I'm like, because I first would say the gym. Like, I really miss working out, like in the gym. I really do. But, more than that, like, you know, like I've been talking to my friends and like, we're, I'm so bored. Oh my God. And I like, didn't realize that, yeah, we go do many pennies together. Mm -hmm. We go 
we go, we uh, we would be, we'd be do, like right about now. We would, we would, take, we would probably took like a road trip to like you know Tahoe or something by now. You know, just little things we do on the weekends that I just I freak, I don't think about because it's been such you know because it's it's you know we so we take it so much for granted that we, you know it just becomes part of our life that we that we don't really I wouldn't say we don't value but sometimes we may not value it as much as we should because. Cause damn, I didn't think about it as much as I now. I'm really thinking about it. And if anybody knows, <laughs> if anybody knows, we know what I'm missing. Oh Lord, go ahead and say it. <laughs> I can't make it down without my napper. But you Woo! got a whole entire room full of wine. Boxes and boxes. And he wait, and the funny thing is, he didn't even know why he had so much wine. Now you know why, don't you? Baby, I know why now. I have enough to get me through. Ha! Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Months. I can make it. I can weather this storm. I am all right for those that are struggling. I might be able to pass you a bottle or two. I just didn't know what I was going to do, but I didn't know why I was preparing for this that had came up. But I miss just being able to be in Napa, just to interact with people, just to sip great wine. I mean, just to, just, it's, Oh my God, I I just miss it. I miss it. I miss it. I miss it. That is my big, big, big thing right now is having a good old glass of wine in front of me in my hand, a good red that will just coat the top of your mouth. Oh, and just oh, you cleanse your palate and it just it tastes amazing. Oh, do we see? Oh Lord, pumps up there. Oh no, that's not good. Uh oh. So you mean people in porn is getting it too? Wow. No, they they and don't qualify, qualify for uh, for coronavirus aid. That may have to be our topic in our next show. Yeah, put that, write that down. We have to talk about that on the next show. So, at home, ladies, gentlemen, whatever you classify yourself as, please stay safe. We can't say it yeah. enough. Stay safe, stay safe, stay out of trouble, and stay your goddamn asses in the house by yourself, unless it's two or three of you who live there. But otherwise, keep your goddamn asses safe. Everybody say bye. We are out of here. Peace. Stay safe. Stay home.